Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yep. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, The Bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will mm. sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm-hmm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. Clues. Underwear drawers. They're not organized. They're like the the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and my, um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about, but I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no roll black waistband. You want that. You don't want it to be rolling. You don't want it to be showing. And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now. Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, MeUndies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash roses. That's MeUndies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort 
from the outside in. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Bachelor Clues, and I have a little treat for you. It's a short treat, but a treat nonetheless. I had the pleasure of talking to Katrine Vippersberg, who was the psychoanalyst on the group date this season, and she had a bunch of interesting stuff to talk about. So we're just going to present this as a short, little, roughly 20-minute interview. We hope you guys like it. Hope it sheds some more light on kind of what that group date was all about. Enjoy. Welcome. To the the pit. I'm very proud and honored to welcome to Game of Roses right now, Katrine Vippersberg, the psychoanalyst who was on the group date this season in Vienna. Thank you so much for joining us at Game of Roses. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Believe me, my pleasure. So I have a bunch of questions that I want to ask you about that day, about that group day. But first, can you tell me how long you've been a psychoanalyst and what made you get into that field? Um, Well, I'm working in my own office now for, it's, oh my God, seven years. And um, I had to study psychotherapy. We have to study it here in Austria. And uh, yeah. I, I don't know, it's, it's the interest in the human mind that uh, made me study psychotherapy. So speaking of the interest in the human mind, have you seen The German Bachelor, which I think there are 11 seasons of? Yeah, I did. I, I, I didn't see all of them, but I, I saw, I think, a few. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not too much... Uh, into uh, the tele- television shows. Okay, so you've probably never seen The American Bachelor then. I didn't because I, I, I don't know where. I didn't even see my own uh, uh, yeah thing, what I did there. What was your opinion before you went in the show? What was your opinion of The Bachelor in Germany or just generally reality television? Well, it's a television show and uh, uh, it's a show. So... Um, I think uh, there is always a show element in it, and that's what people want to see. They want to see all about love and hate and struggle with love. And yeah, well, I have to admit, I did a TV show on my own before I became a, a psychoanalyst. Oh. And no, if you have it in America, I don't think so. It's in Austria. It's called uh, Farmer Wants Wife. It's all about uh, farmers who are trying to find their future wives. Wait, and what did you do on that show? I I hosted the show. What? <laughs> okay. I'm looking this up on YouTube right now. Farmer Wants a Wife. Yeah. There it is. Season yeah. 14, episode 3. This yeah, one looks I like did, it's French, I so I guess for, this was everywhere. Yeah, I did this for 10 years in Austria. So, okay. Uh, and because they, they wanted a, a psychologist for it and uh, to talk to the farmers, talk to the wives. So I actually was I'm quite used to, to, to host a TV show or to, to be part of a TV show. So you were already a reality star then? 
well, yeah, I, I, I was maybe. No, I mean, that's I a huge did. deal. You hosted how many seasons of a reality show? Ten. Ten seasons. That's insane. <laughs> that's so many. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of leads me to my next question, which was how were you contacted to appear on the show? Like, Bachelor, the producers reached out to you to say, do you want to host this date? But yeah, now... But, but just uh, they wrote uh, to my office and, and asked if... if Because we have uh, 18 therapists in our office. And they they wrote an email, a general email, asking who would be able to be part in that show. And, well, they picked me. <laughs> oh, so they didn't come directly to you saying, no. we know that you hosted... Uh, no, farmer no. wants a wife will you do this they just randomly happened to send an yeah. email to yeah. the office that had you in it the literal yeah. perfect person to do this <laughs> yeah. actually i thought uh, they wanted to have a man like sigmund freud and uh and, but we i i mean we have a man who looks like sigmund freud but <laughs> <laughs> He sent me and said, you're going to do this because you, you know how to, to, to be on camera and how to act on camera. So I did it and I, I wrote an email back saying, well, I'm a psychoanalyst. I'm uh -huh. a female Freud, but I'm not the gender you're looking after. But maybe we, we can meet and see what happens. And so it happened. And then did you have to, you had some in-person meeting with the producers to convince them that although you were not a man, you would be capable yeah. of performing this job. Yeah. yeah, Zoom meetings. We had two Zoom meetings with the producers and they said, okay, fine, let's do it. Maybe you can give us some input uh, on how uh, you, you, you really work with psychotherapy, with couple therapy. And so, so mm -hmm. that's how it came. And so... In those meetings, did the producers tell you essentially what you'd be doing? That you would be providing yeah. some kind of psychoanalysis to yeah. a variety of players in a setting that was... Did they tell you it was going to be a group date? So did you know that it was going to be one guy yeah. bringing in woman after woman to be analyzed? Yeah. I, I knew it. I knew it. Okay. I knew it would be couple therapy, uh, some kind of couple, couple of therapy sessions. And uh, that's... Uh, yeah, I knew and how before. how long was that day of shooting for you? And was it just one day? It was just one day and it was from, let's say, 10 to 5. Okay, so it was pretty long. Did you yeah. get an entire, I assume your normal sessions are an hour long? Yes. <laughs> Did you actually get an hour with each of the players? Um, I got some information before, so I knew oh. uh, a little bit about the girls and how they, they are and how they behave in the show, let's say like this. And then I had, yeah, about 40 minutes, I would say, with each girl, 30 to 40 minutes, depending on how they, how they reacted and how they, um, yeah, how it went, actually. And how Clayton was. Of course. Of course. How Clayton was is very important in this whole yeah. scenario. What was his take on it when you were sitting down with him? I mean, I assume he had to be open to it because the producers forced him to essentially do everything in the show. He is. He is by nature. He is by nature. He's a sweet, handsome man. He's very he's <laughs> open guy. Yeah. I don't know if, if men want to hear he's sweet, but, but he really is sweet yeah. and handsome. And he's open and... 
um, I had a feeling he really wanted to know my opinion about which girl to pick. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he was really sweet. Did he ever bring up pizza? Did that ever come pizza? up in pizza, the food, in any of his? No, no, not at all. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> not in my therapy session. <laughs> so he went, he went through five therapy sessions and never talked about pizza. I can't believe it. Okay. No, is, is, is he known for talking about pizza? Uh, he is to me, yes. <laughs> he talks about it a lot in his uh, in his social media. Okay, so what it is about pizza we have to ask inside analysis. What is it symbolizing? <laughs> you tell me. What does pizza symbolize? I don't know. Especially yeah. in Freudian psychoanalysis. I'm sure it's yeah. uh, something very interesting. <laughs> Maybe it's a mixture of a lot of ingredients. So that's what The Bachelor is all about. <laughs> <laughs> the Bachelor is entertainment pizza. I agree 100%. It's got a flavor for everyone. Good food, fast food, everything's perfect. <laughs> that's right. So you, you mentioned that before this day the producers told you a little bit about each of the players yeah. how uh informative were they did they tell you oh this is kind of where this relationship is did they give you instructions about what they were hoping to get out of any of these players during their therapy sessions well i um they gave me kind of informations about the girls how they how they thought they uh, might act psychologically seen. And um, I think they did pretty well because they have, they, they know them for long or quite a long time. So it was quite an accurate information actually about the girls. And it, actually it was not scripted in a way. I didn't have to feel, they, they just let it go. And, but of course I think that they had in mind who is going to be maybe the bachelor's future wife or whatever. But it wasn't that they said, okay, you have to pick this girl or you have to get rid of that girl. They didn't tell me something like that. There was a, a player named Genevieve Parisi on that day. Oh, yeah. Do remember. you remember her at all? Yeah, I remember. She notoriously on that date had trouble letting her walls down and as a result she's eliminated uh shortly thereafter what we got to see on the show was her essentially being unable to say anything she just when we saw the edit have you seen the edit by the way did you have you seen your episode no, yet you still haven't seen it no that's terrible they didn't send it to you no not so far i i i have to 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 write them yeah, you definitely need to watch it. It's a great episode. I don't have the faintest idea about my appearance there. I, I mm -hmm. um, a patient of mine actually saw it, and she told me I, I acted quite strictly, which I didn't remember. But maybe it, it should, uh, it should, I should, uh, yeah, appear like being a very strict therapist. Yeah, I mean, they definitely cut you to be authoritative. It seemed like you were in oh. control of the date for sure. And at the end, when you come out and you're kind of facing off against all the other players and Clayton is sitting oh, yeah. next to you and you're delivering your... your uh... well, I am a Freud. <laughs> <laughs> of course, a Freudian psychoanalyst. I mean, what else could yeah. you be? But uh, back to Genevieve Parisi. Yeah. During her therapy session, did she open up or was she just sitting there silent for 40 minutes? 
Well, she, I remember she had some trouble to open up. Yeah, she she's. I think she is quite shy, and and the situation made her. Yeah, she was mm. frightened actually. I remember. I, I can remember that she's, but she seems to be, yeah, very anxious. Anyway, I, I, I remember something like that. A very shy, a very fragile. Yeah. Well, I mean, that whole situation is designed to make these players as anxious as possible. That's what makes the TV shows. They try to psychologically destroy these players one piece at a time. Um. Oh, my God. But I think the women who take part in a show like this, they know before. We call that in our podcast Sleucian Protocol because there was a, a player on season 24 named Hannah Sluice who famously mm-hmm. said... We knew what we signed up for. And I completely agree with that. All players yeah. coming in now understand that this is going to be essentially a psychological minefield that they're going to have to try yeah. and dodge through to get to the end. A little bit like therapy. Uh, unless you're, you haven't started, you don't know what you're going through. So I, I think that's the same. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a little different, I think, because at least in the American version, the producers are really they're attempting to make people have nervous breakdowns. And you'll if you watch the rest of the season at all, if you ever get a chance, you'll see like they essentially destroy Clayton. The producers do. They put into motion certain effect, certain events that happen in a certain order that they have specifically designed to destroy the relationship he has with uh I don't think Susie Evans was on that date, but she's like his number one pick and they destroy that relationship through producing practices. So do you remember Sarah Hamrick at all? No, give me, give me, maybe I remember. She was the one who came into the, the therapy date and was like, I love therapy. I can't wait to have this therapy session. She was like super excited about it. If if you, if you show me a photo, do you have a photo? Yeah, and I, I will. Set, or, or give me. Um, Hang on, I I can pull her up on my phone. Oh yeah, I remember her. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so at the end of this date, you are standing before all the players, and you say, "A lot of people had valid, real, sincere emotions, but someone was being performative." A, did the producers tell you to say something like that? And B, were you talking about Sarah Hamrick? <laughs> Actually, to be honest, I don't remember anymore. But I remember. <laughs> okay. I, I remember that I I felt that not only one but a few girls rather acted performative, which is maybe a part of the situation as well. But I think she she maybe was one of it. Yeah, I I I, okay. I remember her, not exactly, but but. Mm. Um, I wasn't told uh, by anybody to say you have to to use the words performative. Interesting. And did you like? How does this work? You you do all. I believe there are five people on that group date, if memory serves. You do all of those therapy sessions, and producers are coming in. I would assume in between each one, potentially even mm-hmm. interrupting some of them. Oh, I have an inner system. So if 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 they if they wanted me to um, to to go on and, and and they ask again or something they said, but oh. sometimes I didn't even understand because it was not loud enough. So I um, I did it like I thought. I okay, so you have an earpiece in during all of these therapy sessions, and the producers yeah. can just tell you to ask a certain question or not. Yeah, they didn't 
tell me to ask a certain question, but maybe if I open the topic, they said, okay, cool, go on. That's cool. Got it. Got it. Got it. So they would help steer the conversations a little bit. And then after you have these therapy sessions, after one concludes and they take the player out and she's crying or whatever, the producers come in and I assume you have a conversation with them about how it went. Yeah. With the producers, you mean? Yeah. With the producers. Um, yeah, just, um, what the lady came in and said that what well, was a good, uh, talk and the next girl is, for example, Genevieve and you remember she has these topics and, um, yeah, go on like this. They, they never told me what to do, what to say, they just let it go. That's, that's really astounding to me. So you were given pretty much full autonomy after you did the therapy sessions, they didn't try to push you in any direction to say one thing or another? No, actually not. No. Wow. That's fascinating. I can't thank you enough for that information because <laughs> it's like we're always trying to figure out what how much. Expect? What did you expect? Yeah, that, that it's, it's, it's that, that, it, that I was told what to say or what did you expect? Not necessarily that you were told exactly what to say, but that the producers would have some idea of like what they needed to get to fill out whatever story they were trying to do in the show and that they would try to, you know, help gently push you in that direction if it was good well, for their show. I think what made it easier was that they got what they want. Right. That's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I think it it turned out that that uh, all the talks went like they were uh, imagining it or wishing for that they. Right. Interesting. Well, I I can't thank you enough for giving me this time (laughs) and like filling me in on this. I have one final question. Would you ever do another reality show would you ever host one perhaps i didn't even know that you hosted one uh, uh, taking part and uh, no but hosting yes so. <laughs> okay interesting um, yeah. working as a psychoanalyst of course of course that i mean that would have to be the main focus of the show i think yeah <laughs> well again thank you so much katrine uh and thanks for everything that you did in this season of the bachelor as well we both me and my co-host on this show loved what you did you got an award we give an award out on our show every week called the jorge moreno bystander of the week which is given out to a person in the show that's not a player and not the bachelor and we gave it to you that week so it's it's our pleasure but uh thanks again for your time and have a good rest of your day yeah, you too. Bye, 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 bye. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. 
Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered shower head is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to Canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered shower head purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 